Ladies and gentlemen, we are at Brewers Cafe. Clap it up. It's the Chiefs Movement Family Podcast. The date is March 29, 2017. We're about ready to go. Let's go. Radio Beatles kick us off. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Radio B. This is the Cheats Movement Family Co- Podcast. We're at Brewers Cafe. Clap yeah, it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we got a lot going on, man. We got a lot of people in the room. I'm really excited about our guest. Give it up for Ricky Dreamer. Dream for purposes in the Ricky building. Ricky Dreamer. He's going to be talking to us in a little bit about what he's got going on, man, what he's doing. Uh, but let's go around the room, man. Who we got in the room today? Yo, what up? What up, people, man? It's the God KB. What up, it's your boy RT, one half of the Jordan brothers in the building. Yeah. It's the girl Gigi Broadway. All, All day. day. What's going on, fam? This is Big Rich, a.k.a. the best of both worlds, yeah. other half of the Jordan brothers, and your mama's favorite. Yeah. 
and your mama's favorite. Let me go. You know what? Get on my RT. RT, give me, give me, say something. Introduce yourself one more time. I don't think you. I don't think your levels is quite right. Yo, yo, it's your boy RT, one half of the Jordan brothers. That's what's good. What's good, man? We, look, look, man. We got a lot going on. We back in the. We back in our home base. This is our first, uh, first podcast since we went on location last sunday night clap it up yo yeah, everybody give it up yeah 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 that was dope yo man. give it give it up for swelly give it up for the pack house to everybody that well, came through you can actually pack check that podcast out right now it is online uh, by the time this one plays it'll be a week later yeah. but uh, hopefully you will support those artists man support those vendors we had a lot of fun doing those interviews man a lot right. going on man we so touched that was a fun. whole new demographic with that shit it was man. a different it was a different you know setting. what I'm it was a different it was we, a different we, we setting touched those guys out there with that that was important man and you know what though i, I heard um I replayed some of the interviews and yeah. I was listening to my man J.O. from uh, DTLR. Shout out J.O. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, he's like, either it's uh, kind of street music or college music mm-hmm. in Richmond. He's like, that's, that's how he described it. Like either, cause I was, I was trying to tell people kind of the music that I, I listen to and the artists that I listen to and they're not necessarily trap artists or artists that's, you know, really kind of talking about doing all kinds of bad things to people or how they used to live selling drugs. And I was yeah. like, yeah, that's not really my style. But the way he described it between like either street artists or college artists, I was like, I can kind of feel that. Yeah. I, I kind of feel that. that. I agree. But there's a lot of good music. There was a lot of good music. They had uh, the one group that was, um, there was the one group that did that the whole, had the whole new edition style. Yeah. I like them kids, man. How did that, how did, I was talking to hip hop. Shout out hip hop, Henry. Shout hey, out Mentos, what up, what up? Shout out Hip Hop Henry and DJ AKA Mentos. fucking leaving early. AK, he left early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He couldn't take it. Secret missions. He, Here's the thing. No, no, he couldn't. Secret hip, missions. Hip Hop pretty much took the night off. Yeah. No, he couldn't take it. He, he, didn't, he, didn't, he didn't like the environment he was in. I was, but here's what I, I do, because uh, there's a young group. I don't know the name of the group. I'm going to have to get their name. But it was a young At group. one. That was, I mean, they was on the whole new edition yeah. boys to men style. Yeah. And they got the attention to Chris Brown, too. They, right. And yeah. they got the attention to Chris Brown from the DJ that night. So, that, yeah, yeah. hey. But I was like, how do you have that conversation in 2017? How do you, how do you tell a group of young men in 2017, like, this going to be our style? This going to make it work? What do you mean? I don't, there's not a lot of groups. Who's a group right now? That's doing what like new edition boys and men did. Is there? There's not a B2K right now, right? Right, right. Puff Daddy Kids got a group or something. So, so they got the inside track. That's, the that's what I say. They got an opportunity, but I was that's like, fast that, lane. That's still a wild comment. behavior? Really? You gonna ask that question, bro? I mean, but that's the fast lane. That's, they don't got no competition out there. They, they can do what they want to do with that. Right but there. that's a wild conversation, right? Oh, no, but you're not right. really. There, there I wouldn't a, think so. There is, there's no, there's no groups out there. They got, they got their own lane. Right. That's right. And that was just one, uh, the, the, the mini acts, the mini acts. Shout out Young Money On, who was yeah, there. He performed, yeah. did his thing, yeah. uh, sat yeah. down with us. Um, shot down so many, so many brands, man. There was so many brands out there, man. There's a lot of performances. Man. Oh yeah, we got to shout out Kinetic. That we got. Oh, yeah, I'm wearing the Kinetic hat. If Kinetic right. is listening to this podcast, I'm wearing your hat right now. Shout out Ecom and Silica, Seneca. Uh, we're wearing the hat, man. We really appreciate their, yeah. their visit, man. Their visit was powerful, man. Yeah. With that said, though, we got we got a, a, another brand owner in the building right now, and our special guest. True indeed. We're we gonna get to him a little bit later because we still got a lot to talk about, man. The the the, the culture out there is getting getting a little crazy. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Rachel Dolezal's broke. What? Yeah, she broke. <laughs> Y'all to hear about that? Did she ever have she's money? Like she a broke. true sister now. So Rachel Dolezal wrote a book. <laughs> she released a book. 
And she was like, I got you, Rich. Yeah. I got you, Rich. She's living like a Nah, rich. but she yeah. she re- she released a book. Like, I don't know about her memoirs of how she became a black woman. <laughs> Is that the name of the book? That she wrote a book. And she was like, yo. And she was like, I'm broke now. Was she, That's crazy. Did, did, did she ever have money like that, though, to start with? I don't know her. I don't know her background. I, I really she don't. had, like, you know, middle class. She was like a, it was she like a professor or something. She had enough money for Tana and, like, hair curl and perm. But right. now. So, so. Yo, it's, yo, it's funny, though, because now it's like, uh, I think I think the term we use is blackballed. She's being blackballed. Oh, yeah. How ironic, <laughs> right? How, how interesting. How ironic. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why that whole thing to me still is wow. Yeah, she's a sucker. That whole thing is wow. <laughs> she took the whole sucker. premise of Soul Man. Yeah, she's a sucker. See Thomas Howard. Right, the Soul it Man just, joint and just went <laughs> way. She went to be president in NAACP. She won't try to get a cop's cop. I'm going to infiltrate the black man. So ha- have you read the book? Have you seen nah, the book? Nah, nah, I can't go that far. What? I can't bring that. Wait a I, minute. Wait, you read Trash Angie Martinez, but you won't read that? Uh, oh, hey, man, hold up, man. We're going to put a pause on that, man. We're going we to we put the brakes on we that. Gonna you read DJ Khaled, we but go, you won't read we that? We're going to put all the that brakes right on now. that, That man. is crazy first talk. first basis, we the best. Have you read that book? That's crazy talk. That's yes. super crazy talk. Yes, I read both DJ Khaled and Angie Martinez's books, DJ and I stand Khaled's by book them. Is written in Dr. Seuss font. I stand by hey, them. But on in defense of Rich, I'm not reading no fucking Khaled books. Man. I read the Khaled, Khaled book. book man. You read the book. I read the book. DJ Khaled can't motivational. Get no Yo, you know That's what? Not motivation. You know what? Fuck y'all. I'm riding with you, Khaled. I'm riding with you, Angie. Don't let these are historic people in our culture, and y'all what? act Wait like. A minute. Just say Angie Y'all, Martinez compared to DJ Khaled? Jesus, no, I'm saying, though, he's a... He's a you're an educated look, man. You're making very stupid these comments. Are, these are motivational people in our culture. That's not I, 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 can't, I can't co-sign that, man. Inspirational people in our culture, and I will stand beside... What's, and, what's inspi- Angie you got to tell me what's inspirational about DJ Khaled. DJ Khaled put his baby in the vent What's inspirational about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to keep it one. I would really like to know. I'm not being funny. I would really I'd like to know. DJ Khaled has had a career of helping artists breaking. Now and again, I can't speak for Red Rum. I don't know what happened. Why are we? Okay. <laughs> I can't speak for Rum. I don't know what happened. But everybody else, everybody else is like, yo, they they swear by Khaled, man, as a stand-up dude, man. But you read his book is just stupid. Yo, he's the got a career stupid. in the no, forward is He's stupid. got a career in. Music Correct culture that, that I think it, is, is very before, important. Wait, Did you on. pick up any jewels from the book? Yeah, I mean, yeah, up? I mean, he, he, look, yeah, it's no, a motive. No, no, no. What did you mo- pick up from the book? It's a motivational you book. book. It's a motivational book. I heard there's book more pictures than words in that. That book. is not oh, true. Oh my there's god, there's more words. <laughs> wow. And I, you know what though, I, I stand by Khaled, man. I stand by his career and what he's done. I don't know the man personally. But this I did read the book, the and I will donuts. tell. I will tell you this. You know, he he's he's worked real hard for a long time. And now, look, 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 now he's winning now, and people kind of see a character. They kind of see, you know, all of his Snapchat and all of his stuff. But if you if you took all of, take the last two years away and still look at his body of work, mm-hmm. he, he did things, man, that DJs can only wish to do, man, it's for so real. Hard that's, Such real as. that's real, that's real hard, man. I mean, and I don't, follow him on, I don't follow him on any social media, so I wouldn't know what he was. <laughs> nah, man, I mean. But he's just mad him. fucking irritating, man. He, he irritates me to no end, That's man. how it is I can't now. listen to him for two seconds. But I I'm never could. You, you, you know, this nigga don't like people who are too happy. He's extremely. It ain't happy. about him being happy. He's, he's just happy. he's just fucking irritating. Now, now, can I also say before we go too much farther because we got to play some music? I know we do, but, but can we Rich, just... Rich, 
you and this Angie Martinez thing has to stop. Yeah, you gotta it's knock it off. You gotta, you gotta it's knock it off. Disrespectful. It's a level of you gotta knock it off. And I mean, look, yeah, knock it off. You really gone crazy. You really gone crazy. I stand by my reason, just like you stand by. Why, why, why don't you like what it? What's do, the what reason? What she do to you? You caught her in a deli. You caught her in a deli in the bar. Everybody be kissing her ass and think she's the greatest thing in the world. But listen, I've been around before, and that radio station was even on the air. She was trash before. She trashed that. Shut up, Rich. She's living off of old royalty money because she got knocked up by fucking what's his name? Cisco, Dynamite, Cisco, Tangeray, whatever one of them niggas. Tango Ray? Who is Tango Ray? That's what I do with Drew Hill. That's a baby daddy. Oh, oh, oh. Nokio. Nokio. Call the kid Tango Ray. Ray. Wild, Disrespectful. Ray. Disrespectful. Yeah. And I'm telling you, well, you know what, Angie? I'm going to keep I'm gonna keep it 1,000. I love Rich to death. Angie, if you come on the show, we're kicking his ass out. You can come take a seat. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You touch we can me. Yeah. You touch me. Yeah. It's going to take all that out. military training. Yeah. We're kicking him out, Angie. Angie, we riding for you, Angie. All right, now we got dreams and purpose in the building. Clap it up, man. We yeah. here. We got a lot going on. We ain't even get look. We I don't ain't think even, Rick breathe right now. We ain't even really get to talk about Rachel Dolezal that much, but you know what I mean. We got other things. She broke. Hey, uh, we, yeah, we, we ain't missing out on that. We got other things to talk about. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, there's, there's just a lot going on. A lot of new music, man. That we want to yeah, play. Yeah, let's talk about this hip hop. So, so I want to pop off this. Oh yeah, we we had a great discussion, and we can't go. We can't revisit it. But I will tell you this. Uh, there was a lot. Of, there was a lot of shit on you, God, last episode. Oh, and wow. shit on oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of shit on <laughs> you, God, for a lot. There's a lot of risen debate. I'm yeah. not gonna revisit it. We can't go backwards. I don't want to go back. Go back. Subscribe to the podcast. Listen to the old episode. Yeah, you gotta but check when out y'all the were ranking episode. the Wu Tang members, y'all wild out. And then y'all wild, y'all, y'all wild. Did, how did we wild out? Y'all, you gotta you, hit you guys should have been the first one. You gotta hit a joint, huh? You guys should have been number one. Shut up, man. We ain't, we ain't going back to that. <laughs> we ain't going back to that. Look, this is what we going. No, I don't have a problem with it. I'm good. Yo, KB was really wild. How was that wild? You fuck was he wild? He was talking the truth. I'm, he, no, he put Jizz at seven. Instantly. Jizz? He had to change his no, mind. No, no, Let's no, not no. revisit. Let's not revisit. We got we to gotta play some music. Yeah, yes, this is yeah. Gritty City, man. This is John Canada, Johnny Siggs, and Rex, man. Where he lost that? his mind. Ricky Dreamer in the house. We about the business. Ricky Dreamer in the house. We're going to come back with him. Clap it up. Cheese me finger podcast. We got a lot going on. Still do the damn thing, ain't a thing been changed, it's okay The clout came with the name, made moves in the game, do the critics acclaim It's okay, look at what I became Yo, uh, the jewel's majestic, rhymes built to never be tested The most high, can't even judge, spent my time in confession Cognac, Cohiba, black sliding chips on the felt Pop off on the track and add a notch to my belt Appeal massive, thoroughbred, built like a mastiff Bastard, spastic, raps, every line is a classic That's the fact, the lab got the birds purchased John Six, bless the beat, now your neck's hurting That's certain, the word's gorgeous, baby Respect the pimping, my life consists of stiff drinks and beautiful women Recline the seat back, nice is in town So plain to see that I'm paving over your club Just trying to bring the streets back, I'm brilliant Head of the table, creme de la creme Boss of bosses, counting bills while you tallying loss is flawless Face the applause, take a bow to the crowd Just doing the damn uh, thing, how you liking me now? Uh, Still do the damn thing, ain't a thing been changed it's okay. it's okay, the clout came with the name Made moves 
in the game, do the critics acclaim It's okay, look at what I became, the rhymes nice Still do the damn thing, ain't a thing been changed It's okay, it's okay. the cloud came with the name Made moves in the game, do the critics acclaim It's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay King from a peasant, standing tall present Stay the beacon from him, seeing life has been a blessing Nice release from stressing, as I release to beats return to essence My words are deep on loose leaf and sessions Confessions of a claim, I built a name from bottom rotten Minimal was option stocks, plummeted, dropping, non-stopping Now I offer secret to successes Words I manifest, sunrise slash impressions I am destined for climax, name vivid as IMAX Legacy, finest career, you should rewind that See how it unfold upon scroll, the story told Corey gets a warrior glory Get some glory, roll, pay dues and made through Do the damn thing certain Before the final bow and close curtain Remain working, best believe For the doubters and deniers In the circle uh, of the winners and survivors It's still okay Still do the damn thing, ain't a thing been changed it's okay. it's okay The cloud came with the name Made moves in the game, do the critics acclaim It's okay Look at what I became, the rhymes nice Still do the damn thing, ain't a thing been changed It's okay, it's okay. The cloud came with the name Made moves in the game, do the critics acclaim It's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay This uh, tape speaks for itself, watch Yeah Let's jump to this slide and get the concept Jackson featuring Joe uh, what kind of jobs I hate? Trying to make these hoes gyrate. Fly five states, outsmarted than five take. With my prime mates, by the lake, catered Popeye's tray. Made of fish, fly gators, we made for this. Like compensate, bomb base, set with Kahuna. Marmalade twist on noodles, my palms made the shit for the future. Long days, scout with a bugle. Marmalade posted with my god those when you ain't got those. The latest frugal, yo, this blizzy in a time crucial. Raise the clutch bag, the fake the Dutch masters. Raise a plate in a touch basket. All your main girls favor muskrats and that shitty too. Need 40 Feet is that critical. I pity the fool who act that city is in the stool. Grab titties and two. Handly pretty moves and pity and crew. Shifty move dudes get the boot. Can't trust niggas. It's been some drug dealer, gangland, clan touch figures. Yeah, we know the kid tell tells the old rumors say the guy got belt. It's not the waitress if she takes too long to bring me my milk. Count in the mill with the marbleized higher than stuff. Profits higher, Mr. Murder toss me right in with glib. Still dreaming of my last blood, the first of the month. We let you pump this is out block. I'm singing it once. Ain't shit to do but cook here. You steadily. Fucking rush, looking smaller, flip the lighter on dust cast. We write rap, mercenary in fact, this where it's at. Like, lust of a cream, bitch, fuck your dreams and your vision. We're taught to stand firm to my mission, leave you missing. Kung Fu Panda with the pippin'. Flip birds in my bitches, now you stuck in the kitchen. The cook's dead, edibles done. Now you fucking with the prodigal son. Niggas soft cop, they guns, but still they run. What? We try and fly from Danny Way to China Wars. Daddy Way, vagina hard, shit, it baby. Gotta call your bitch, Ava, niggas take it. It's daylist, you never face shit Spent too many times up in different places Niggas find you out the way with wrong faces Ain't patience Had the niggas made patience On his own toe, run slow Niggas go for guts, go like chrome And they gon' find me alone With your bitch inside the home Funny chickens gobbling moan I put a prize in the dorm And me and the villain guy gone from a Johnny had on And she was tagging along All you niggas rap had me madder than bombs That really mad I bomb And I just pack another bomb Learning niggas how to craft my song how I'm wrong, you can't pee Super John from a feet Welcome in the east, I'm trying to let the bitch speak Y'all be on sleep, trying to let it trick And I've been had a bitch necklace in my feet Show teeth, she throw heat, niggas don't hear pee Bitches wailing Ladies and gentlemen, we are back, we are back, yo 
Chiefs Movement Family Podcast. We are at Brewers Cafe on Bainbridge yeah. on the south side of Richmond. If you have not been to Brewers, make sure you come by. Say what's up to AJ. Yeah, you yeah. know, get a good look, look, look. Rich, what's the best sandwich at, uh, at Brewers Cafe? Uh, it is the Brewers Club. It is a personal favorite because it has mm-hmm. bacon, turkey, and two types of ham. And not only is Brewers just it. <laughs> Not only is Brewers here. Hey, I like that pitch right there, Rich. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's how you do it. I was going to say, not, ice cold, ice coffee, your day's complete. Yes, yeah. Not only is Brewers great for coffee, they're great for food, but they're also just a great environment, man. It's a welcoming environment. No it's doubt. diverse. Saturday afternoon, you can catch Big Rich posted up in the corner drinking beers. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? Fighting CBS 6. No doubt. Fighting Cheryl Miller. No doubt. Let's not, let's not get it twisted. He will, bring that shit up, he will fight you again. That's another episode, though. We can't, we can't. We can't go back. can't go backwards. You got to go back. Subscribe to the Cheese Movement on iTunes. You can hear all the previous episodes. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's an amazing environment, so everybody come out and visit Brewer's Cafe. Absolutely. We're about to go into this weekend, man, and I'm going I'm, I'm to let you know. I'm a big Knicks fan. KB, you're a big Knicks fan as well. Absolutely. It's a sad, sad season for us. Absolutely. With this said, though, this time of year, we're always focused on one thing, and that's the Final Four. True. College basketball takes center stage. And I'm going to tell you, there's an emergence of either a clown or a star in all the college basketball. It's been going on all season. But now, because of the Final Four and that game last week between UCLA and Kentucky, Uh The world has been introduced to LeVar Ball. Sucker Ball. LeVar Ball. Has, he, has anybody been following no. LeVar Ball? No. So he's got – hold on. RT's got some opinions. So if you haven't been following, and I, and you uh, at this point you're probably you know living under a rock when it comes to this, these types of things. Right. LeVar Ball's son, Lonzo Ball, mm-hmm. has just declared for the NBA draft. He's the first of three boys all committed to UCLA. Yeah. They're all, he says they're all going to be one and done. And he has built an empire, which he calls what the triple B's, the billion dollar business, off of his sons. Right. And is wilding. Yeah, he's wild. He's on every sports show talking to Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, he's wild. Talking to everybody saying that he could beat Michael Jordan one on one. He's saying he could beat Charles Barkley one on one. He's crazy. Yeah. He's, it's crazy. But what, to, to, to my surprise, a lot of. College, former college athletes, parents of college athletes, they ride with him. With, Not about the beat Michael Jordan, that's crazy talk. Yeah. But they ride with him about saying that the colleges are exploiting their son, so why can't he build up a billion dollar business yeah. behind his three boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that is still, I'm not saying that is wrong. I'm not saying that is right. I understand the science between the NCAA and college basketball, but I will tell you this. The Final Four is trash. It's the worst Final Four that we're ever going to see. Lonzo, uh, Lonzo Ball and LeVar Ball is by far the story of March Madness. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel about it, man. And the kid is nice, though. The kid can, the kid can ball. Not only is His the pops kid, is crazy as fuck, but that kid is nice. Not only is the kid nice, what I think really kills people is that he is a well-behaved. Right. You wouldn't know that was his pops if you didn't know that was He's his pops. He's a well-behaved young man. He's respectful. Yeah. He does everything that people need him to do. Yeah. He does all his interviews. He doesn't pop off crazy. Right. It's it's, and look, you know what the thing is too, and and, and I just got to be clear, Lavar uh, Lonzo Ball and all his children. Hey, um, it's uh, it's about, I want to I want to be tactful with this. It is uh, their interracial relationship. Right. Uh, so it's a, a mother, Alonzo, LeVar, Ball, LeVar Ball is African-American. His, 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 yeah, his wife is white. And so the other thing that you hear that's a little, a little disappointing is that 
because Lonzo Ball and the children seem to be so well-behaved, well-mannered, it's like all the other things, like all the basketball, they can say, oh, the dad gave that, LeVar gave that to him. But all the well-behaved stuff, they're like, oh, that mother is really taking care of business. And it's kind of crazy. Parenting is obviously, I'm a parent, KB, your parent, Richie, your parent. It's definitely a team situation. So it's very interesting the way that they decipher what qualities they yeah. come to the son because people may not say it but you hear they be like oh all the basketball qualities got from his dad yeah but all the well-behaved being a polite kid he right. probably get that from his mom yeah. or his dad all the running but fast it, and jumping high that's from us <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah we already know what time it is with that's that. just crazy <laughs> yeah. but i will say this i think he's wilding i think he's lost his mind a little Super bit wild. and i think he's uh i don't think in the long run it's going to serve his child well Nah. What? Why are you figuring that? Because the kid got to wear that shit. He, uh, you do Ricky all the wants, talking, right? Somebody. Yeah, because he his the kid got to wear that. He his dad is checks. not on the, uh, on the court. Right. And what's going to happen is they're going to say, okay, LeBron James next year is going to say, you think you're be- like, your dad is running his mouth. I'm right. going to have to drop 50 on you, Ricky. I'm going to have to go at you. Ricky, Ricky Dream is dropping right. in here. What do you think, Ricky? You're, you're a parent I, as well. You got no, kids. I, I, I get it. Like, I get what you're saying, even about the whole LeBron James thing. But I think I, I saw one interview he did, like, LeVar Ball, and he stated something that was very interesting that he was saying, like, you've never seen a black father actually step up right. who has a son about to go to the NBA. You always see a mother. That's right. And so this is the first time. So this is, this is uh, no, that's a good point. This is the first uh, but time. But I want to say this, this is the first time in media. Like, we're right. actually seeing, like, a father vocalize I believe my son is the best player in the world. Mm-hmm. Rather than a mother. Rather than a mother. Yeah, and so, even, even for me, I believe that, like, his youngest son is probably the best one out of all right, three Right, right. The sophomore, he scored, like, 92 yeah. points in one like, game. It was, yeah. all cher- it was all cherry picking. Yeah. He didn't play no, any defense. No, I mean, even, I mean, even, even if you look at the youngest he didn't play son, any he's defense. a sophomore, but, like, right. he's, like, 6'3 now. You can tell he's not stopped growing. So, it's like, you got to look at, like, what he's building here where I think at the end of the day, it's all marketing. I think he gets it. He even says, like, in the day. He's got a brain. It's Without a triple a B's. It's yeah. a billion-dollar brain. Yeah, I, think, a I think he gets it. He even explains to his sons how basketball is entertainment. You know, he was even saying how at the end of the day, I think he understands, like, it's almost like if you were a father and your kid said, I want to go to the NBA, I want to do this, or, like, I, I want to aspire to do something. Like, what you going to do to, like, put attention on them to help them where – like you said, but that's the thing. But is, is the attention going to help him? Right. Because what's going to happen next year is Kyrie you, Irving is going to look at him and mean? say, "You want to go?" Yeah. Like, it don't it don't it doesn't matter. You got to right. think about he he's a freshman coming out of college and he's a guaranteed lottery pick. Right. He's definitely going. He's he's he's, nice. a, he's, he's, he's a guaranteed he's, lottery he's pick. He, nice. he, he was going to do that without pops popping off. He was going to do that regardless because his game is like that. His game is like that. I I think so. He was going to do that anyway. I think I think like. You gotta think about it, man. It's like the, it's like the extra push. Like pop, pops but, on TV every morning talking about like my son better than Steph Curry. My son, right? But he, his son gotta cash them checks. And I mean, here's the thing too. And I mean, obviously, we're big, we're big boxing fans. I always think of Danny Garcia and his dad. Right. And you know, Danny Garcia talk, 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 talk. Yeah. No, I mean, excuse me, Angel Garcia talk, talk. Danny yeah. don't say nothing. Right. He lets his fighting doing in the ring. But when he caught that L. Like that, it, I feel like it's extra worse because now. Yeah. But here's the thing, you know, Ricky, you brought up a good point. I want to bring this up too because we want to switch it back to spe- specifically to basketball because I think you're right. You see a lot of uh, basketball players with their mothers or their momagers and all kinds of stuff, and all and too many times you don't see a father around. That's not the case in every situation. But I, I, I'll even say this to go go a step yeah. further. 
So like, when is the NBA draft? With June? Something like that. Yeah, June? April, June. Yeah, something. Imagine like that. how much money he's gonna make selling T-shirts between now and June. Uh, you know what? First of all, they gotta fix the T-shirts. The T-shirts do oh, not no, look yeah, fly. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, not butter yeah. soft. They're not dream for purpose. <laughs> yeah. They're not dream for purpose yeah. shirts. Yeah. I've seen them. No, and look, I, 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 I look I, I, like I, I, they I, I, gonna I, crack I, I, and wrinkle. Out some. Just straight Cali swap. Right. You need. We need a dream for purpose triple B collaboration. You can tell them you can make it butter soft because that is not a that's not a butter soft shirt. Right. At the end of the day, he's selling shirts for $50 a pop. $50 for one shirt. But, like, right now, you got to think about it. Like, if, you, if you've been paying attention to Mars Madness, you know who who, who Right, and you got to be Ball living is. under a rock. Right. You, you don't know, know who, you Alonzo know Ball who this is. Right. Absolutely. Triple B, like, right. brand yeah. is, big baller brand. Like, you're paying attention to this whole movement where, like, I'm like, Rich, man, you can't be mad. You can't, you can't, you can't be mad at somebody at the end I'm of the only- day. I'm only like, mad if I think it hurts the child. And I'm not saying it will, because I don't know. I, this is the only thing I want to say, too. And I don't know. I'm not saying it will. I'm not saying it will. Go ahead, Rich. Go ahead, Rich. You got children? You going to do this for Jason and Layla? Yeah. I'm I'm their biggest cheerleader. And I will wear Jason or Layla t-shirt, whatever you want to do. But that's not hurting them, man. This is you, You're missing the point. Yo, this is a son. father coming out <laughs> saying something instead of a mother like we're used to you know, seeing. But you, know, but you can't name. Can you name a, a basketball unit. mom that's doing what Levar Ball's done? No, there ain't no basketball mom doing. So what I mean, you know done. what I mean. It's not. A, here's the thing, though. I will say this: the, the the closest thing that I will say I've seen this before, and in the long run, it worked out well for one one family. It worked out pretty poorly ultimately for the other family. Is if you switch sports, what Richard Williams did with the Williams sisters, he actually and he did it in a sport that obviously doesn't have a lot of diversity. Right. Richard, Wilson came, Richard Williams came out and said, my girls are going to be the best in the world. Venus and Serena Williams mm-hmm. are going to be the best in the world. Everybody looked at him crazy, told him he was crazy. They wound up being the best in the well, world. In, in, in all and honesty, still, I still think he's kind of – I think he's still kind of wacky. Did he, I still go, think he went crazy, though. Yeah, I think, I think he's kind of a little he's crazy. crazy. The other went. one I said that didn't work out as well is with Earl Woods and Tiger Woods. Because Tiger Woods would tell anybody that walked that his son was the best golfer on the earth, yeah. and and he and to a, to, he he made it like he was he the best it. golfer and then in the world. His dad died, and then just but like then Mike, Mike then Tyson he, with custom model died, right. motherfucker freaked out. Then he lost. Then he lost his mind. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, like like for real, like going off of what Ricky was saying about a, a father's dreams. I mean, that's what he wanted his wants his sons to do. But you also got to think a bit. It, if the son really wants to do this, they they've been they've been brought up in basketball. He's been brought, but been kind of conditioned him to do this. Is like that's probably something that's been like a family loom, like it's basketball. So they probably already are groomed to want to do that. So this just kind of boosts the, the situation. You know, he's, he's, but don't you teach as a, as a parent? And this is a good thing. Like I said, we got a lot of fathers in the room. Do you? Te- I I try to teach my kid the whole act like you've been in the end zone before. You know what I mean? Let your game do the talking. Mm-hmm. Don't be out there all crazy. And, and and like I said, maybe it, like, hey, look, Cameron might be a shit athlete. It might not work out for him at all. He may never get in the end zone. This guy, I mean, this guy has the talent to do it. I mean, his dad is doing it. But you know what? Clap it up. We gotta we gotta switch topics. We gotta switch topics. I know. Uh, I know. What do you think? What do you think? One more. One more. KB. I'm just saying. It's I don't I don't have a problem with him big up in his his kids right. But when you start talking about how you fly and you right, can it's beat not Michael about Jordan, the kids. Don't got nothing to do with your kids. But it goes, uh, you know, the kill one, that noise, man. Nobody want to hear that from I, you. I agree. The only thing you, I will you understand say what I'm saying? on I, I know I agree with that 100. percent The only thing I will say on the on because I always go back to the Angel Garcia and Danny Garcia thing. The one thing that Angel does do that I don't know if Levar Ball is doing this is Angel takes he does take a lot of pressure off Danny. 
Like, people want to kill Angel, Angel Garcia. Like, all the trash talking he did before the Matisse fight and all the trash talking he did before the Thurman fight, like, they didn't, they was, like, fighting. They were trying to fight the dead. They weren't even trying to, you know, it was just crazy. I don't know how it plays out in the long run, man. I, I will tell you this. He is an amazing basketball player and an amazing kid. For his sake, because he's such a good kid, I hope that he can overcome any of the extra pressure that his dad. Gigi, you're looking at me half crazy. What do you no, got to say? What do you got to say, no, Gigi? You, what do you got to say? All right, with that said, we got to come to our special guest, man. Clap it up. The one and only we mentioned him. He's already heard on the mic. Ricky Dreamer, Dream for Purpose. This has been a long time coming, man. I'm excited that you're here, man. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, man. I'm hanging out with the Chiefs movement. I, you know, I feel like I've made it. Yeah, look, look. <laughs> I, hey, I know, and I, 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 I say it all the time, man, and, I, and I, I've always, since I've met you and since I've seen, you know, you've come on the scene in Richmond and been doing some really great things, man, and, and helping out creatives and doing everything that you've been doing, even with the podcast, man, the DUI. We're going to get into all of it, the DUI rules. Cool, but, cool, I mean, cool. uh, nothing but respect, man, for what you've been building. But uh, likewise. The, the real impressive thing that I know that maybe the, 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 the listeners may not know or the crew may not know is that there is a real significant message behind everything you've been doing with Dream dream for purpose i mean it's a it's a really concrete thing even to how you got the messaging tell us a little bit about your story and how you became to start that brand um i started dream for purpose in 2011 um initially it started as an idea just wanting to help people um and over time i just i really saw like clothing like apparel and just like product was a lane that um i thought it was like cool to really like create a story and um, just really wanted to create products that could inspire people, like really push people closer to their purpose. And um, just really allowing people to realize that everything they're doing is bigger than them. So like the whole message behind the brand is really just about inspiration and really like pushing people towards purpose. Like we're all here for a reason. Like we're all destined to do something like impactful that can change the world. And I think a lot of times people get so ca caught up on Oh yeah, you know, not me. I, I don't. I don't have the resources to do it. I'm a nobody. Where you know, I believe like every single person on this earth, you know, has the ability, you know, to leave an impact or leave a dent. And um, you know, my whole thing is really just about inspiring creatives. Um, just really want to inspire people. Just like whatever you do creatively or with your art or with your craft, like just just pushing forth and just just being pure with it. And I, I could I could tell the. The message has such a strong, strong purpose. Tell me a little bit about how you got to Richmond. What happened to you personally that brought you to Richmond? Got you working with creatives and doing what you were doing here in Richmond? Because I know your personal journey goes all up and down the East Coast, and, and there's a lot to tell about it. Uh, for me, my my story with Richmond um, actually started me coming to college here. Uh, I attended Virginia Union, and while I was there, I had an internship with Mike Street at 106.5 The Beat. And um, had a weekly segment on the show. And while I was there, I was just really learning a lot about music. I knew I had an interest, wanting to work in entertainment. But at this point, I really didn't know what. And um, just me and a lot of different people from like record labels or guests. And I had an idea like, all right, I really want to work at a label. I really want to be in a, in a position where I really can create music or like really push what I believe is next. So after I graduated college and moved back to DC, um, began working with Kenny Burns. Um, you know, lifestyle, lifestyle specialist. Lifestyle specialist, Kenny Burns. <laughs> yeah. Bad boy, Kenny Burns. Yeah, so I started working with him, and I was working with him with Studio 43. And um, for a lot of people don't know, like, Studio 43 was the label that um, Wale's first album, Attention Deficit, came out under. 
And like while I was there, I just learned a lot about lifestyle, just um, branding. Um, learned a lot from his sister, Robin Lyon, just about nightlife. Um, another one of my mentors while I was there was a guy named Oh Boy Ali. He just taught me a lot about just A&R and just um, really artist management. And um, a lot of it started there for me. Um, and how, what was that like, though, real talk? Because that was a wild time. What, what, what years was that, Ricky? I, I, it's crazy. It was like... I started working with Studio 43 as an intern in 2008. 2008. So that's about that's about nine years ago, yeah, ten years ago. Yeah. K- KB, what were you doing ten years ago? Uh. <laughs> nine years ago, ten years ago, while Ricky was 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 working with with the tops in, in in music business, what were you doing? Um, I was probably wilding, man. You know, <laughs> I was probably wilding. But you, you know, Rich, I, what were you doing ten years ago? 2008. Was that a good year for you? Uh, I can't hear you though. No, it was a good year. No, no, no. All right, we lose focus. We lose focus, but <laughs> but but back to 2008, 2009. Yeah. Ricky is is working with some of the top tops in, the, in now. Were they tops in the industry now, or were they up and coming right now? I was. It was interesting, like working at Studio 43. Um, I started as an intern, and like when I got there, we had an artist that was signed to Universal SRC. So I really started. I really saw the whole process of like an artist getting shelved like the whole process of like somebody having a deal but not having a single and that whole thing of like how you got to work them with like, you know, putting out mixtapes. And it was an interesting time too because this is when the whole blogger wave started. Just started. And just started. Twitter was just, just as this new thing and yeah. I was just supposed to learn like, all right, what can we do online to get music out? And it was just an interesting time where I kind of just grew over time to like from an intern to being um like the head of marketing and promotions to eventually become a general manager of the label. Damn. And um, that's some hard work though. But now that's w- not easy. No, no. That like great. He went from an intern to general manager. No, mm. it, it was it was good though because um I think when I was at general manager, like our roster consisted of Uptown XO, Rod MC, AB AB the producer, and Gordo Brega. So um the, like yeah, shout out XO and Rod MC. I know them. Oh yeah, nah, good Shout people, good yeah, people, yeah. great music, great music. So now nah, it was definitely a good time. It was like I look at all that as like a learning experience where I, I was I was super young. Like I was super young. Um just seeing a lot, doing a lot. And um just from there like a kind of transition started a family and I got to this place where I just really wanted to do something different. I really realized like it was like a period of my life I was so focused on me and figuring out like what can I do for myself or how can I make a name for me but I just got to a point like all right how can I help people and so that's how Dream for Purpose started and um just me coming back to Richmond I came back here in 2000 um what 15 so I've been here for two years wow that's what's up came back in 2015 just um my family moved here and just it's crazy man like I, I, I pray a lot and I, I just felt like God was just calling me like my family to come here right like I really didn't know why it was even it's like even more crazy like before Around the time I was thinking about moving here, like I became friends with Noah just randomly. Like there's no O. Charles no, yeah, no O. Yeah. Like we, be, I became friends with him, and um, like I would come down and visit, just kind of like building with different people. And me and him would connect, and um, just from there I, I, I moved down, not really knowing like what was going to happen, but I, I knew I wanted to grow, grow Dream for Purpose more. I had a vision with that, but um, I just knew I really wanted to help people and. You know, since I've been here, you know, for the last two years, a lot of doors have opened. Um, I've been able to work with a lot of dope people and um, do a lot of dope stuff. 
And so there's so many things to get to. Gigi, do you have a question too? Yeah, I just want to say shout out to VUU. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Because VCU, get, we get a, you know, we give VCU a lot of love, but we don't give enough credit to VUU. So I just want to take that time to shout them out. And shout out the yes. shout out the women's yeah. basketball team. 2001. Absolutely oh, yeah, doing man. it. Yeah. 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 Number two Damn in the nation. Right. Let's they go. Going to the national championship, and I will definitely watch that game. So definitely uh, and support them and what they're doing. That was crazy. But that's yeah. congratulations to them. I do. I want to get back to what you were talking about because I, I I know you personally sometimes in that sense um, but you don't there's always a very strong spiritual pull in basically everything you do the, the, nah, like I, I'm I'm very open about my belief in God mm-hmm. I believe um, I don't know I think that like, kind of like kind of inspire me with dream for purpose I feel like we all have a stance on faith but like we all feel uncomfortable about talking about it so I felt like if you had clothing that kind of had a message or it could start a conversation, you know, about someone saying, you know, it's crazy because I've, I've, I've had people tell me like they've had a shirt on with just the logo. Mm-hmm. And somebody seeing them like, oh, man, that's what I'm on. Like, I'm, I'm on that dream for purpose. Or people have seen me like, oh, I get what your brand is about. Me not telling them a backstory or anything. They, they get the whole message behind, like, what it stands for. It's just like this whole this whole faith space. And um, I think that's like one of the things that's really wanted to bring people. I think religion kind of a lot of times like tears us apart, you know, with a lot where I think at the end of the day, you know, I'm a Christian. You know, I believe in Jesus, you know, as my Lord and Savior. But right. if you're a Muslim or you're a Buddhist, like I want to build with you. Like I want to know, like, why you believe what you believe. I may not believe it. But only way, like, I think we could grow as people, we got to, you know, just understand each other. And just because, like, we may not believe on a, a belief system, we might have not have the same stance, we still can build and love each other. And, like, I think that's, like, the whole thing, man. I think, um, I don't know, man, I think just, like, positivity, man. Like, I think it's so much, I want, I want to say, like, garbage, but, yeah. like, it's, it's a lot of negativity in the world where just really wanting to be a light. You well, know. and that's one of the things that everybody sees with Dream for Purpose. It's a definitely a unifying brand. Yeah. Um, even if um, the way that it goes about, the way that it works in culture, the way that it works in Richmond, the way that we see it um, out in the community, it's not necessarily an in-your-face type uh, brand. And uh, you know, you have a lot of people with all different types of beliefs wearing wearing the clothes yeah. and unifying behind it. Um, how did you make the jump from? music because we're talking about music and then moving back to richmond but what i see now you're still working in music and we're going to talk to talk about some of the the uh artists that you manage and represent but this when you got back here it was definitely the fashion that popped off right away that was the main thing i was focusing on um it got it got to a period um like around 2011 i kind of stepped away from music like took a took our kind of a backseat really was focusing more on family and um it was just i think it was just a bunch of just situations like life happened and i was at a point just really asking myself like all right what do i really want to do next with my life and um instead of just like really just taking any old job I, you know i had a conversation like one of my close friends he was just like like what is something you really want to do that you like never done yet like, you know, you've you've done a lot of stuff, you know, like, but what is something, like, you really want to do, like, take another chance, you're still young, like, do something. And I realized, like, I always wanted to have a clothing line. And um, 
it kind of just became a student, really learned the fashion industry. Like, and my wife, she's in school. Like, she works for Adidas. Um, she just got her master's in, like, fashion administration. So, like, I learned a lot from her. But I just started, like, traveling different places, like, having meetings with people, just kind of, like, learning game where – because even, like, with streetwear, it's, like, it's no boundaries. Like, I could get a bunch of shirts, you know, go to Custom Ink, get them printed, like, start a big cartel website. You know, I got a clothing line. But <laughs> right, it's, it's right, just really right, the right. whole thing. Of like, let me really, like, learn the whole, like, process behind this. Like, how does this really work? And um, this really became a student behind it where, like, did a lot of different samples, like, starting out with it. And I think we, we didn't really first start selling anything since 2014. So... Yeah. Just kind of show you like the process of just like preparing everything from 2011 was the idea but it really came to 2000 summer 2014 like july that we like really start start selling our first pieces online ladies and gentlemen we're here with ricky dreamer dreams for purpose we're going to get back into it but we also know that you represent uh, a few artists in town noah o right yeah, chance, noah fisher. O, chance fisher so, michael millions deron so this is what we gonna do. That's right, the Duran. You know what we gonna do? We gonna pop off that Lauren Hill. Oh, let's Durant play that Lauren just, Hill. Duran yeah. just yeah. dropped the video, and I'm telling you, it's buzzing. Uh, a lot of folks really, really like what Duran did with that Lauren Hill video and that track. So we gonna get into that, and we gonna come back with a little bit more conversation with Ricky Dream and Dream for Purpose. Clap it up! This is the Cheats Movement Podcast. Shoot. Michael Millions, 
another affiliate of Ricky Dreamer. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a brand new, brand new display, a world premiere. This record isn't even out yet. It's from the homie Isa Leo. It's off the new project called Mood. This is the intro. Please have a little mood music. Tried to told them I would be a problem. They were sleeping for the pills was even swallowed. Tell the labels if they want my soda. I don't need the profit, they can keep them dollars. Setting the mood in this bitch, heading the wheel without even swerving. All of my niggas got beautiful kids. I just hope I'm as deserving. Guess darling, we arrive. Got them looking like, oh, what a time to be alive. It's funny when they see you drive. No shame in making it on, they wanna ride. But those are the ones you gotta watch. Good thing I got four eyes already. And all I need is intuition for the Chevys. I swear them niggas just try and get me. Pulling me over just for a quota. That shit can be fatal. I just comply. Go home and sell O's and sleep better than they do. Check a nigga out though. My flow colder than the South Pole. You ain't talking now. Let's keep your mouth closed. We on the cloud. What we coming down for, huh? Feeling myself. Playing like I got unlimited health Massing it with no addition, no help When it comes to that shit, I be feeling myself When I look up at the mirror, I see the cure You know where to go when you need it pure The MVP when the season over That chicken so greasy, we need a coaster To put in our pockets It's filled up with notes like them shits That the chicks used to put in our lockers We were so young that the world couldn't stop us uh, We just out here trying to set them all We just out here trying to set them all We just out here trying to set them all Tell them lame niggas, take a breath or two uh, We just out here trying to set them all we just out here trying to set the mood. We just out here trying to set the mood. The type of shit you act niggas and never do. We all. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. 
Man, we're back with Ricky Dreamer, Dream for Purpose, man. That was a brand new track, never been played before, from the homie Eza Leo. The new album comes out on April 4th. We're excited about that. I think Eza Leo is one of the most underrated MCs in the, in, the, in the area, man, so make sure you go out and support that Eza Leo. Gigi Broadway, you said when you came back, you got something for Mr. Dreamer or something he said. Yeah, because you touched on something very important that I have to emphasize. You said... You didn't. You started in 2011, but you didn't kick the first article of clothing off until 2014. Is that right? Like I had clothing out in 2013, was just samples. Mm -hmm. And so, like my first samples, like I just I shipped around like just to the nation, like different people I knew. But I ain't really start selling anything since 2014. See, I think it's important because what a lot of people do that I've seen that is not the best strategy, in my opinion, is, you know, when a lot of people out here, they, they come with an idea and they immediately just jump into it. Like you said, you know what I mean? They want to they wake up and they want to start a clothing line and then they on Big Cartel the next day. They, you know, they printing out stuff within a week or two. What people don't realize is it takes research, a lot of research and hard work and you can't just you know I'm go zero to 100 with a business so I like the you know I'm saying I like the way and the fact that you said that you know what I mean you put such intricate detail into like the the small things and the blueprint of the whole thing no, I appreciate that thank you yes, yes. What, what would you oh. say in regards to just starting a brand in general what would you say is is the things that you find has worked the most and worked the best for you um it has to be organic like um I don't know, I think like I understand branding, not from like a textbook standpoint, more so like it's like innate, it's like it's just like a sixth sense for me, I kinda get it. So it kinda has to be organic where like you kinda always have to understand like what do you want people to buy into? Or like what is the thing that um, people are rallying behind or what are they identifying with? Cause like that's the brand. You know, everything else, we're we going to sell around it. But, like, the brand is the identity. And so, like, even for me, with Dream for Purpose, I kind of look at Dream for Purpose like it's a kid. Like, you know, like, it's almost like rich. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got kids and everything, but it's almost like I look at it where it's, like, it's still a baby. You know, like, what Dream for Purpose is now, it's not going to be what it is five years from now. You know what I'm saying? And so I don't even get caught up in the games with people. It's like, oh, like, so what are you going to do this week? Nah, like, it's a kid. You know what I'm saying? Allow it to grow because, like, what is what is where is that now? It wasn't there a year ago or two years ago. So like it's growth. So I just focus on the whole thing. Long as it's growth and like you kind of gotta play your own game, man. Because a lot of times I see it like in any industry, you know, especially like in music, um, you'll see people trying to like the whole competition. You see somebody else doing something, you feel like you gotta keep up. Where it's like, nah, you gotta play your lane. Like play the cards you was dealt. And like just focus on that. Like you keep looking over to the next person what they got in their hand, you gonna fold real quick because you're trying to keep up. Where a lot of times, it's a really a money game. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be real. A lot of stuff. Right. Like if you wanna be in entertainment, you wanna be in music, you wanna have a clothing line, you wanna do anything entrepreneurial, starting from scratch. A lot of times it's a money game. It's like you gotta have cash flow. Let me ask you this though, because I, I I hear people say that, and I wanna ask, I wanna get the opinion of the group too, because uh, uh, when we talk about um starting new companies, starting new businesses. What is more important, money, influence, or relationships? Jump in, Rich. Jump in, Rich. It has to be a combination of money and influence, in my opinion. I mean, money, I mean, to me, I mean, not, I mean, you got to spend money to make money. Is that not true? 
Anybody else? I mean, I got my own opinions on. It. I talk about it, but what do you what do you think? When it comes to starting brands, starting starting movements, money, influence, relationships, what's the most important? I mean, I think influence and relationships trump money, and that might just because I don't have much money right now. But uh, you know, it, it is really all in who you know and that influential presence that you can, you know, what I'm saying, build within the society and community, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I would piggyback off of what Gigi just said. It's definitely relationships, man. You know what I'm saying? The more you know, the more people you know, influential people you know, they don't even have to be influential, but the more people you know, the more relationships you can build, the easier your brand will get out there or, or, or get started or get rolling in the fashion that you want it to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well they say the net worth is as good as your net worth. Let me let, so let me let me ask Ricky too, because all you can say is shout out. I, uh, look, we do give a lot of love to VCU. I'm a VCU alumni, Thank and, I got, you. and I do got to shout them out because I just spoke to the uh, PR Students Association last Saturday. Um, I was able to shout them out. They were I was able to speak uh, to them, and VUU's mass communications program was there as well. It was their spring mixer, and uh, I was able to uh, talk to the students and learn some. And we did talk about money versus influence versus relationships. Before I get to the spill of what I told the kids, I do want to turn to Ricky because he's the one living it. He's the one that's doing it. How do you balance out money, relationships, and influence? I think influence is always the most important thing to me. Um, I think like my ultimate goal is to change the world. So like for me, just thinking about like influence, it's like, like yeah, somebody can buy something, you can have money today, but it, so many things are like on trend where it's, you know, it's here today, gone tomorrow. I feel, I feel like with influence, you have the ability to move people or you have the ability like to kind of build a tribe, you know, people that will follow you and go behind you. And so I, th I think that's the most important thing for real. I feel you. Yeah, I want to piggyback off that. It was tough, man. It was tough when I was talking to the college students that want to work in PR, especially when they want to work in media. A lot of them want to start their own brands yeah. and fashion and so forth. One of the things I've been thinking a lot about, and I don't, I don't have the answer, but one of the things I've been thinking a lot about is like influence, relationship, and honestly, there's a word that I use a lot, which is leverage. I kind of substitute leverage and influence at the same time. And I often feel like the thing about money and cash flow and the ability to do things, it's, it's, it's another form of leverage. You use, you use money to do, you know, to have the influence, right? Like you use your money oftentimes to get the influence and so if you can have that influence without money, however, whether that's a network, whether that's, you know, you're, you've got a smaller amount of money, but you know the right people, whether it's something that people with money are afraid of, whether it's a resistance, no, right, then you have the ability to operate. But that's very hard to come by. One of the things that um, we work in the space, obviously, in podcasting and in blogging and, and journalism and so forth, you don't have to have a lot of money in those types of outlets to actually have a lot of leverage and influence because the people with money don't want bad press, right? So that was one of the things that we were talking to the students about. The students, man, I'm telling you, those people graduating from VUU, VCU, VSU, they got a whole different outlook. This social media game, this internet has changed the world in the sense of how people graduate and prepare for the future. And I just thought it was crazy getting their outlet. Like, they, uh, they don't care about magazines print magazines they don't right. care about new daily newspapers if it's not on their phone if it's not in their instagram feed if it's not they could care less yeah and i mean and so you're looking at giants like the chicago tribune or oh not new york times or something like they're not going broke broke but they're going broke enough yeah. nah, if get, they can't it, figure it, out it, get a platform. it gets yeah, back yeah. to what we were just talking about yeah. like you have a company like 
you have a lot of these big media companies, right? Like like you said, like the Chicago Tribune or whatever. Yeah. Where like they have the money, but now they don't have the influence. No on, like, influence. On like this younger demographic where it's it's the it's the whole game where it's like it's it's like a cash flow thing where it's like either you either you had you have influence where it's something like, oh, just because of who you are, people like you or they like what you stand for, like they just rock with you because you're a genuine person. Or something like you're gonna have to pay to play. Right, it's crazy. Let, let's switch gears a little bit before we get you out of here. We're, we're, we're Ricky Dream and Dream for Purpose is the brand, yeah. but they do a lot of stuff, not just clothes. That I, I, I want to talk a little bit about the podcast, the okay. DUI Rules. Yeah, you cool. started that. That's been up for what? How many episodes? How many podcast episodes are you in now? Um, dropping episode thirteen tomorrow. Woo. Episode thirteen. Look. Okay. I ain't ne- look. I ain't never been on. You know what I'm saying? She's moving yeah, podcast. Yeah. Ain't never been on, but we gonna try to work that out in the future. Maybe 2019. Yeah. We might get big enough to be. Just Ricky's joking around. He's like, I felt like, look, now we got him. Yeah. Yeah. We, when we get on that joint, then we feel like we made. It. Yeah, it we, we got to work that out. Episode <laughs> again. I'm saying about 20, about 2019. I'm not gonna put no pressure on you, Rick. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I will say that that they, you do have a unique angle to your podcast. Your podcast isn't just the average average everyday podcast you got a purpose behind that as well it's very intentional yeah. tell us a little bit about the purpose of, of the podcast so the, the whole idea behind the podcast is really to shed light um for like young dreamers or influencers who who really are looking like how how, how can i maneuver or make my way through this swamp and i just kind of look back when i was in my 20s like how i was a swamp where it was so many things i wanted to do in entertainment but there's really nobody I could talk to or really, you know, nobody I can get advice about, like, how did you get here? So, like, with the podcast, it's, like, me really just tapping on people who are, who I believe are, like, influencers within culture, like, behind the scenes, whether it's, like, music, film, like, TV, um, like, journalism. There's different fields where I feel like a, a lot of people feel want to, like, these are, like, fields or jobs people feel like, oh, I want to get into, but I don't know how. And a lot of people just really tell their stories, you know, like, where did you start? What did you do? And I think, like, within the podcast, is there's there's actually a thread through, like, every interview I do where, like, you always hear somebody talk about, like, a sacrifice they had to make or, like, just kind of like a defining moment where they had to realize, like, is this something I really want to do and what am I really going to give to it? And so doing the podcast, hearing those stories and and – just going through the journey of building 13 episodes, what have you learned the most about uh, successful people that, that you kind of have followed? What have you, is there a common thread that you've learned that outside of the sacrifice, but something that's common thread that you learned from them that says this might be one of those tools for success? Yeah. Um, caring about people. Like, so I've I just seen it, like, even just in the interviews with people I've met who are successful or, like, who are better off than me. Like, they care about people, you know. They care about the people they have around them, whether it's, like, their assistants or, like, their team or just when they meet new people. Like, it's like they're very open, you know. It's a whole idea of them understanding it's bigger than them. And it's, like, it's even funny because I had an episode, like, me and, um, me and a, a guest were talking about the whole thing of how so many people – say they're doing it for the culture, but like, I really feel like, you know, you'll really understand, like if somebody's a true leader, they understand like, really right now, like culture-wise, like where we're at, you know, even in America, where like you think about race relations or just, um, there's a lot of divide, you know, where it stands, where like, you know, hip hop has a big place in it, or just entertainment has a big place in it, where 
I think a lot of times some people use it as a distraction, but like it's definitely a vehicle, I think, for healing and um, just bringing people together. That's what's up. I mean, I've learned a lot listening to to the podcast. How often does it drop, and uh, where can people find it? Um, it drops twice a month. Um, you expect to see it on Thursdays, 10 a.m. We always advertise it. Um, the DUIRule.com is where you can find it. It's also on iTunes um, podcast, so you can find us on there. Um, the DUI Rule on Twitter as well as Instagram. Definitely follow. Um, check out old episodes, a lot of great info. Um, just examples of people I've interviewed, um, like Solange's tour manager, um, one of the writers for um, the HBO show Insecure, um, like a writer for um, ESPN Undefeated, you know, who actually did the cover story with Chance the Rapper and Jimmy Butler, you know. So it's like a lot of people I'm just I'm pulling on who are like, they're really in their primes or their career. Or they're just like, they're in that rhythm. And they're just kind of like talking about like, hey, a year ago or two years ago, this was different, but like I did this and this is happening now. And then, That's exactly how I feel because when 2019, when I'm on the show, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, yo, 2017, I wasn't really popping. Yeah. <laughs> but on 2019, Rick, yeah. we gonna be, we gonna be, KB, we gonna be balling. We here now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I got right. like a two year window yeah, yeah, it's before coming. we make it happen with the DUI rule. It's Ladies coming. and gentlemen, clap it up for Ricky yes, Dream. We got a lot more to talk about. We got a lot more to get into. Yes, Tell us. Indeed. This time, we got to have you back. But tell us this time, what's next for Dream for Purpose? What's next with the, the artist right, you got right. you got managing? And then how we can how can everybody follow what you're doing? All right, so next with Dream for Purpose, um, we're dropping our next collection in April. Um, it'll be our fifth collection. Um, we actually call our collection Sermon. So this will be Sermon 5. We're entitled a praise break, kind of like a whole spin on like spring break. So um, I definitely think people will like that. Um, on the artist side with DFP Vibes, um, like my artist management company, um, Noah O and Cadillac Cat are actually putting out. Shout a, out Noah O and Cadillac Cat. They actually putting out a mixtape um, in April called Face Off. And, Cover um, done by DJ Mentos. Yeah, our Ment- Ment- Movement on. Shout out Mentos. Yeah, Mentos yeah, is yeah. on it with the art direction. And um, outside of that, Deron is um, finishing up like his project called Summer's Coming. Um, it's probably gonna be here around like May. Um, that's really right now like the main things I want people to expect. Um, outside of Noah also has. A project with JL Hodges from the Avers. Yep. That um, it's crazy. Shout it out JL. JL's our people. It actually started out. So the project's name Culture Shock. It actually started out as an EP, and um, I'm thinking now it actually might be an LP. <laughs> Just um, so like we kind of pushed it back. So initially we were going to put that out in April, but we're looking now like May or like maybe early June. But um, I think it's, this is going to be something. A project is going. I think really going to surprise a lot of people about Noah. Um. Even with this, it's going to be a project where, like, we have some radio singles we're going for. And um, it's definitely going to be a, a good summer. That's what's up. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure you follow Dream for Purpose. Everything follow Ricky Dreamer, man. We're real proud to have you in the city. Even nice, though I nice. don't know how long we're going to have you in the city. Yeah. Little, little birdies are talking, you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. But we want to keep you in Richmond as long as possible. <laughs> we at least look, 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 look. We at least want you to be... Uh, what's it called? Like, look, look, by coastal, if you will. Nah, like, if it's New York and Richmond, yeah. we want Richmond always to nah, be your home. Rich, you know Richmond, what I'm saying? Richmond is always a home to me. You know, like, originally, like, DC is home, like, first, but, like, Richmond is definitely a home. And, um, I don't know, I think there's a lot of special things about Richmond that, um, I just cherish and even the people here. So, right. you know, Richmond is definitely a dope place. And, um, it's a, it's a lot of dope stuff about to happen for Richmond, man. I believe it is year with, um, 
on a lot of levels creatively. So I'm excited. Well, there you have it, man. Ricky, we appreciate you, man. Right We're still out. at Brewers Cafe. We're about to wrap it up. We got a couple yeah. more songs we got to get into. And we about to, right now, we about to hop into some Big Dev. The track is called Feeling Like. You know what I'm saying? Big Dev. Feeling like a man, but y'all wouldn't understand that. GG Broadway. Are we live? We live. Big Dev. Uh, told my nigga, man, it's a layup. Thugging on the way up. Number was a young nigga chilling in the crib, watching Cribs, Rap City, favorite rapper had a Jacob. So I got my cake up, ninth grade, had a Jacob for the haters. Style motherfucker, see you later. Fast forward, D's at the doors, trying to shake us. Trying to the other side with the pussies and the fakers. Goddamn, nigga, lately I've been feeling like the man trying to break us. Young nigga snitching like you playing for the Lakers. Need to get Hustle up, you was anti-paper Only spread love, I am anti-hater I be at the bar drunk, shout out to the waiter Shorty cute as hell, now I'm trying to be a player If she get information, I'ma try to be a slayer I just run the city, I ain't trying to be the mayor But lately I've been feeling like the man But you wouldn't understand that Remember Lennox on the corner slinging grants And I ain't even planned that See, I was trying to get some money in my hands but you can understand that Now I got the bud, got the bottles in the bag So tell me where your man at Lately I've been feeling like a man But you can understand that Remember late nights on the corner slinging bread And I ain't even playing that See I was trying to get some money in my hands But you can understand that Now I got the bud, got the bottles in the bag so tell me where your man at uh, Told my nigga man he the new Dre I'm bad 88 Cool J I'm coolin' with bad model bitches from the UK Man we groove they about to roll a duvet Bougie but do whatever you say She get wetter than we jetting like jacuzzi Swear to God my life is like a movie Fat black nigga chillin' poolside like Juice uh, Closest thing to poppin' get a poppin' with the Pop it with some shatters, Tron shortest on the guala Stop crying, I ain't lying, niggas dying over dollars Holla, move the silence, might maneuver like MacGyver Slide up, no rider, be the shooter and the driver Find I'm inspired, like my women, like a diver If you don't want the money, baby, what do you require? Quiet, no fire, say the devil, wear designer vibe Lately I've been feeling like the man But you wouldn't understand that Remember Lennox on the corner slinging grants and I ain't even playing that See, I was trying Everybody to get some money in my hands But you can understand that Now I got the bud, got the bottles in the bag So tell me where your man at Lately I've been feeling like the man But you can understand that Remember the man's on the corner slinging grant And I ain't even playing that See, I was trying to get some money in my hands But you can understand that Now I got the bud, got the bottles in the so tell me where your man at This is brand new This is brand new from the home of Sleeve Shout out Sleeve, we see you baby We see Gritty City, this is called Hell on Wheels Lego Motherfucker. He ain't worried about a bitch, or you are a sucker. 
suckers. Stomp niggas to dust, I put them under chuckers. Cause they underperform, nigga, I run the ruckus. Still killing these AMBs you can't get. Can't see me with a flashlight, he that swept. Out nigga less than 60 seconds when you can't ship. Bring whoever, I don't care who you and your mans get. Right here on top. That's where my zones are, no card. Mine came equipped with the sonar. I don't need a seminar. He an altered beast, mostly humanoid. Sometimes a chrome star, right now carnivorous. Y'all frivolous, phony, fake, false fraud, fictionist. Sleazy on the prowl, get up out of my face. Thought you was winning, but nigga, this is my race. How long whales, sleazy as a motherfucker. Long Wales, sleazy as a motherfucker. He ain't worried about a bitch or you are the suckers. How long Wales, sleazy as a motherfucker. How long Wales, sleazy as a motherfucker. Yo. Please, hard junior, dodging all the traps, B. These niggas so slow, better yet they whack G. Put them in the back, B. They are not earners, they are just weak sauce. Sleazy gon' burn ya. Chef shit better than all y'all, he don't play. See me on stage, but I can't stay. I'm out, nigga. I be rocking with the real, you ain't none of that. You ain't even seen the tricks I got under hats. Sleaze old the miraculous, had tricks accurate. Popping three times, never moved off your mattresses. Killing all the competition, no. Learn from Squilla, ain't nobody witness us. Pale horse riding, somersault gliding. You ain't seen a nigga flyer than my kind since. Where your mom's at, bet I can get a gushy. And don't be caring if my hat matches. Pussy, have long wheels. Sleazy is a motherfucker. He's a motherfucker. How long wheels? Sleazy is a motherfucker. He ain't worried about a bitch or you other suckers. How long wheels? Sleazy is a motherfucker. Yo, uh, where your mom's at? Yo, 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 yo. Yeah. Yo, yo. That's that was right Sleaze, man. That was Sleaze. Yo, that was kind of dope. I like that. Yo, that was what's up, man. I seen a Sleaze is the first person I ever did a music video. I, I directed a music video. It was a Sleaze music video. You directed first, it? The, not that video. Oh. Uh, this is off the new Heavily Devilish 2. Where? But the first video I ever directed was off of Hev- Heavenly Devilish oh, 1. I didn't it know you had those credits like to your name, man. I've directed two videos in my it's life not, in two years. Where? It was a Sleaze video hard. produced by Obliv. Yeah. And it was a... It was a Habits video directed by Obliv. Like, it was a Habits video produced by Obliv. Say so, word. So I've directed two videos in the both songs by Obliv. So shout out Blivy. Shout out Blivy, man. That kid is nice with that production. And so with that said, man, we're about to get out. We're about to get out of here, man. We got to thank yeah. Brewers Cafe. Brewers. I will say this, man. Something something interesting happened. What's up? Uh, on the world, look, we, we haven't talked too much politics today, but on the world of politics that came out, there was a poll that came out uh, recently in the gubernatorial race that actually put uh, Tom Perriello now even with Ralph Northam. I, I only say this because Tom Perriello is the uh, candidate for governor that actually sat down with the Chiefs movement uh, two weeks ago. Where so that? I can't say that uh, Tom – look, I can't say that uh, our interview pushed Tom Perriello even with Ralph Northam. I would never I can. say that. It I'm did. Not, I'm, not pl- I can. I'm not picking – Yeah, we no, 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 no. I'm not picking one side or the other. I really like Lieutenant Governor Northam. I'm just saying, Lieutenant Governor Northam, come on the show. Do Go one-on-one hard-body karate, if you will. Hard-body karate. 
Shout out Michael Rappaport. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. If uh, if, uh, if, yeah. if if Lieutenant Governor Ralph Northam wants to go one on one with the Cheats movement, uh, we'd love to have him. Yeah, because uh, I like him as a person. I like him as a candidate. And if he comes on the show, that would be great because then we'd be able to have both candidates for governor on the show. Word. Talking hip hop. Yeah. If you want to get your shit off. Come on the show, man. Speaking of that. We might push your numbers up or something. Another thing that's coming out, man, that I'm really excited about. I've been geeked out all day. I mean, try, I've been trying to compose myself. Rick, Big Rich knows about this because I, I had to text somebody about it. But I was able to talk to uh, uh, two very important people. I was able to talk to, uh, shout out Piper McCoy from New Era. Yeah. And shout out Vegas, Emory Vegas Jones from Rock Nation. I was able to yeah. talk to them today. Word. They've got a huge, huge hat release. New era Rock Nation hat release coming out on yeah. Friday. Yeah. Yo, we need a five uh, count of those New York Yankees <laughs> Rock Nation hat All hats. I'm going to say is five count. go to Liz, go to newera.com. It's a dope, 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 dope project, man. I'm really excited about what they're doing. Uh, this is Brewers Cafe. We got to get out of here. I got, yeah. I'm going to add a couple more tracks. Yeah. Hold on, Rich. Go ahead. The mic is on, Rich. Uh, can we shout out uh, my boy Sean from round two who won the Yo, Nike Sean, Air Max yo, contest. round two to won the Nike Air Max Yo, joint. Yeah, was the winner. He killed yo, them all. Vote forward, dope. man. That was fantastic. Dope. That was big, big for Richmond. That was dope. Air Maxes. That's dope. Awesome. Hey, and go, 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 go check go. that Raekwon album, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Check that Raekwon. Yo, shout out, shout out Sean from round two, and we got to do. You yes. got to make sure. Go check that Raekwon album, The Wild, man. It is crazy. Which is clearly interchangeable as one and two on the best Wu-Tang, uh, on the all-time Wu-Tang list. Yeah, one or two. It's either you, Ghost or Ray. Ray and Ghost, but the, one or two. But that, but that joint is hitting, man. So, right. yeah, what are we shouting out Jess for? Shout out Jess. Oh, hey, Jess. Yeah. Jess is here. Yeah, Jess been, Jess Jess been playing been, the load today. Yeah, Jess has been tired all day. You know? What's been happening, Jess? Jess, you want to say something to Jess, come, before we get Please come here? talk to the people. Do you want to talk to the people before They never get here? to hear your voice. No, nope. you know, I've had a couple of people ask me, "Yo, what's that Jess girl all about?" What's that Jess like? What's, what's, Je- what's that what's Jess, Jess girl all about? All, about? all right, you man. know what I'm saying? <laughs> we gonna get out of here with the last, the last track of the evening, man. Shout out to Big No who came through at the uh, yeah at the joint. Shout man. out to the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. another Chiefs Movement Family podcast in the books. We got to thank our guest, Ricky Dreamer, for coming through. If you like this podcast, I encourage you to go to iTunes 
and subscribe. Not only subscribe, but please leave a review on iTunes to let people know what you like about the podcast. We got to thank Brewers Cafe for hosting us. They're a wonderful host. Make sure you check them out. Visit Brewers Cafe on Southside. If you're interested and being a sponsor of the Cheats Movement podcast, please hit us up at thecheatsmovement at gmail.com. If you have new music, new videos, anything that you want to play on the podcast, please also hit us up at thecheatsmovement at gmail.com. Until next time, we're going to keep doing the best we can. We can't do it without your support. Until next time, we see it.